I'm Andrew Schweitzer, and you're listening to the Boxing for Free podcast. Uh, as soon as I finished the last podcast, I, uh, I was looking at the uh, boxing schedule, and then I realized, wait, I didn't say anything at all about Sean Porter versus Andre Berto, which was coming up, and uh, was this past Saturday, and I thought, no, the, I thought the fight was taking place next month, but no, I'm an idiot, and uh, yeah, it took place this past Saturday, Porter stopped Berto in the ninth round of a very, very physical fight that... Uh, was mostly dominated by Sean Porter, but I, I do feel that despite the fact that he really didn't have too many moments in it, Berto was still in it, but he just could not compete with Sean Porter, who, again, I think he should be called Swarming Sean Porter because the dude just does not stay out of your face. He is constantly in front of you, constantly throwing punches. He's very physical. And he makes it very rough for you. And uh, if you watch the fight, you saw that it was very rough for both fighters starting out because uh, Porter was cut early. Uh, he, had, he had two nasty cuts over his eye. And then Berto got cut. And the funny thing was, they checked on Porter only... Uh, like they, would, they would stop uh, the fight occasionally. But I felt that Porter's cut was worse at first. But it turned out uh, Berto... His uh, cut must have been a lot worse because they kept stopping the fight over and over and over for him. I think it was five times that they did that, and only once did it happen for Porter. But his uh, his cut man did a really good job because after a while, you could just tell that, okay, his cut's actually not, uh, not that bad at all. And just before round six it was, doctor sent both of them to the doctor and... Yeah, oddly enough, the, the last time Berto was sent to the doctor, they uh, the doctor was asking him, uh, "What round is this? What cor- uh, what corner are you in?" And that was because uh, previously Berto had just taken quite a beating in round eight. It was it was really really one sided, and I just could not understand what uh, Virgil Hunter who is the trainer of Andre Berto, I couldn't understand what he was telling them. Because, like, obviously you're not able to hear everything that's going on in the corner, but every time you went to the Berto corner and you could hear, Virgil was just telling them stuff like, oh, you've got him, it's going to happen soon, look at him, he's he's tired, he can't keep up with you. And you could just see on the look on Berto's face that he wasn't believing it. He was, it almost looked like he was gasping for breath at times. Because he cannot keep up with Showtime Sean Porter. But, yeah, in the ninth round, the referee uh, stopped the fight after Berto was knocked into the corner. Uh, Porter is now guaranteed a rematch with Keith Thurman, who holds the WBC-WBA welterweight titles. I'm really excited about this, mainly because I so enjoyed their first fight from June 25th of last year. I thought I thought it was one of the best fights of the year, to be quite honest. I thought it lived up to the hype and even exceeded it to a certain degree. Um, I just I just wish we didn't have to wait this long to have gotten uh, Sean Porter back into the ring again because, as demonstrated against Andre Berto, he's a phenomenal talent and he does not give you a chance to breathe. And... Uh, this is something that just occurred to me. You know, there there is a bit of 
debate, I don't want to say controversy, but there is certainly debate about whether or not Keith Thurman beat him or not. Some people say that Thurman didn't deserve the decision. But it makes you does make you wonder uh, how Kell Brook was able to tame the beast that is Sean Porter. I'm going to have to go back and take a look at that fight because this just occurred to me. But either way, looking forward to the fight, or rather the rematch between Porter and, <clears throat> and Keith Thurman. One thing I am not looking forward to is Amir Khan. Now, you might think, oh, you don't want to see Amir Khan fight? Well, I, I do, but the problem is he's, I don't think he's interested in fighting. I think he's just interested in talking. Uh, as soon as they said, you know, let's, uh, let's do another fight between Keith Thurman and Sean Porter, Amir Khan gets on Twitter and says, quote, forget Porter, get your gloves on, Keith Thurman. If you want, uh, or sorry, I want you end of this year, more money and bigger fight, hashtag ponytail. And uh, it's just ridiculous. I mean, he's getting to be like the new Victor Ortiz, constantly talking about, hey, this will be a big fight. It's like, no, it won't be. And I immediately wrote back, and I got a lot of positive responses from this. I said to Amir Khan, maybe you should at least win a fight before talking about getting another big fight. Sorry. Tell me where I'm off on this. Tell me where I'm mistaken. And I will correct it. No, I won't because I'm not wrong. But... Uh, of course, then you get you get some people. I had one guy tell me, "Oh, well, uh, Amir Khan's won quite a few fights." No kidding, dimwit. I know Amir Khan's won fights. This is not anything new, but what is not new is him winning a fight. Okay, he hasn't won a fight in almost two years. His last victory was May 2015 against Chris Algieri, okay? Um, a much closer fight than people expected, if you remember. So, no, Amir Khan actually freaking win a fight instead of just constantly being on Twitter calling out people, win a fight, and then maybe you can get Keith Thurman or you can get Sean Porter. You may not want that fight, though, maybe. I don't know, but either way... Amir Khan, shut up. Moving on. Now, from people who need to shut up to people who are getting shut up. Let's talk about Adrian Broner. I'm almost a bit puzzled. You know, it was probably back in 2012 that I was... 2012 or 2013. I was saying that probably by this time, Adrian Broner will be headlining pay-per-views. Hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. I don't think it's going to happen if he keeps uh, doing the dumb stuff that he's doing. If you may not be aware, Broner was, again, recently arrested, this time for an outstanding warrant for a failure to appear. And there was some controversy because uh, he was pulled over in an SUV riddled with bullet holes. And uh, he, he apparently is not cooperating with the investigation. And also wrote on Instagram or some form of social media that he's going to die soon. 
I, I just don't know what the hell is going on with this guy. Because he is incredibly rich with the boxing skill. He, he is a guy who does have the ability to be a superstar that, you know, people who don't watch boxing are aware of. That's what kind of separates fighters like Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao apart from the rest of the boxing community. Is that even if you don't watch boxing, you still know who they are. Adrian Broner always seems to be on the cusp of that, but can't do it. And it's stupid stuff like this that's keeping him there. I mean, I don't know what the hell has to happen to him. Maybe he needs to take another loss. I mean, he's already had two on his record to Maidana and Sean Porter. But I, I don't know. And the thing is, if he if he hasn't figured it out now, is it possible that he's ever going to figure it out? I don't know. On a final note, I mean, I I'm very glad that... Uh, uh, Adrian Broner himself was not injured in this shootout. I mean, it was it was only the uh, the SUV that got hit. I think they said that there were eight bullet holes they found in the SUV. So it shows that, uh, you know, after the loss to Maidana, Broner has gotten better at avoiding big shots. Moving on, as of this recording, we are less than 48 hours away from what could be a turning point in heavyweight boxing as Vladimir Klitschko, the man who holds the second longest heavyweight championship reign, second only to Joe Lewis, as he challenges Anthony Joshua for the IBF and WBA Super World Heavyweight titles. This has got to be the biggest heavyweight title fight in years. The, the last time I can remember excitement this big over a, a heavyweight championship fight was probably David Hay versus Vladimir Klitschko. That turned out to be uh, quite the non-event in hindsight, but this one with uh, Joshua and Klitschko, oh, the, the, there's this buzz, this electric atmosphere that uh, doesn't come along very often. Yeah, so... What's my prediction for the fight? Well, uh, this one's been rattling me for quite a while because Klitschko, uh, up until his uh, loss to Tyson Fury in uh, November of last, or sorry, November of 2015, uh, he was incredibly dominant. I mean, I don't think that there were a lot of fighters who did much to make him look bad. I mean, the closest was maybe Sam Peter, and that was all the way back in September of 2005. And uh, other than the three knockdowns, Klitschko uh, dominated that fight. If you remember, Klitschko was knocked down three times in that fight. But Klitschko, for the most part, dominated the fight against Peter. But I don't know if he is the same guy almost uh 12 years later i really don't um he's 41 as i pointed out second longest heavyweight championship reign after joe lewis but i don't know if he still has the the, desi the desire watching him against tyson fury i i was just wondering what the hell is going on only in the 12th round did he really start to let his hands go and I thought if he had done that if he had fought the whole fight this way 
he probably would have won it, but instead he he waited and he waited too long, and I don't think he can afford to do that against a fighter like Anthony Joshua, who is just spectacular. Joshua undefeated, eighteen wins, eighteen victories. All by knockout. Why did I say 18 wins and then 18 victories? I I think I know, rather I think you know what that means. Uh, but yeah, he's knocked out everybody that they've put in front of him. But a lot of people are wondering, is this too much too soon for Anthony Joshua? I mean, they're not taking anything away from Vladimir Klitschko. A lot of people like to bring up Klitschko's chin, but... I don't know why they keep doing that. I thought, okay, if the chin is so bad, he wouldn't have dominated the division like he did for 10 years. Okay? He he really wouldn't have. And remember, he didn't uh, get knocked out against Tyson Fury. He lost that fight, but uh, that was a decision loss. So why are people constantly bringing up his chin? I mean, he's done an outstanding job of protecting it. But... I don't know if he can do that against Anthony Joshua, who is 27, a lot hungrier, probably a lot more explosive, and I think with uh, his athleticism, I think it just might be too much for Vladimir Klitschko, and that's why I'm picking Anthony Joshua to stop Klitschko in the fifth round, and I think afterwards Klitschko will say, okay, that's it, I'm retired, and a new era in heavyweight uh, boxing begins. Keep in mind, this is what we thought was going to happen when Klitschko lost to Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, you well, we all know what happened there. And, oh, I'm sorry, I, allergies. And um, I hope really this is where the big fights in the heavyweight division can start to be made. I, I would love to see Anthony Joshua versus... Deontay Wilder. Hell, I would even love to see Anthony Joshua against Tyson Fury. Okay? Fury is 25 and 0. He hasn't lost either. So you've got these two undefeated heavyweights who both have a legitimate claim to the heavyweight championship. That could be exciting. That could be extremely exciting if Fury, you know, shows up in shape, not coked up, not boozed out or whatever I, I just hope it can happen but either way that's my prediction I predict that uh, Anthony Joshua will knock out Vladimir Klitschko in round 5 and feel free to point out that my decision might be bad or I mean hey I like surprises and I have no problem laughing at myself I do it all the time on this podcast but that's my prediction now Will I be watching this fight and doing my uh, live tweeting throughout like I do on some pay-per-views and any of the PBC cards that I uh, happen to catch? No. And I, I kind of wish I do, but there, there's something else going on at the time that I really need to attend to, and that is uh, the... I think this is the 12th or something. I don't know. But either way, it's the Calgary Expo. Calgary's equivalent to uh, Comic-Con. Oh, God, here we go again. Dork alert. (laughs) Yeah, so instead of uh, covering Joshua Klitschko, I will instead probably be shaking hands with Stan Lee. 
well, probably not actually, because I met him last year, and you know what? It, it was very interesting, thrill of a lifetime, but uh, I don't think I'm going to do that again, but I probably will be meeting Todd McFarlane. He created the character Spawn, co-founder of Image Comics. You're probably just wanting for me to stop right now. Okay, <laughs> but uh, even though I won't be covering that fight, I can guarantee you that I am going to be covering the uh, Julio Cesar Chavez, Canelo Alvarez fight the following weekend. I've got that Saturday and Sunday off as well, so covering that fight won't be a problem. There are a few uh, bars in the Calgary area that are going to be showing it, so I will be attending, and hopefully I won't be too drunk to do my usual tweeting. Anyway, that's all we have for you this week. But there is going to be another podcast next week. I'm going to be going over the results of Klitschko versus Joshua. And I will also be giving my prediction for the upcoming Julio Cesar Chavez-Canelo Alvarez fight. I am still trying to figure out who I'm picking because I'm becoming more and more torn over predictions these days. But... I'm going to need uh, a few days to do some analysis and then hopefully I can come up with something accurate that you can bet a lot of money on and then give me a share of the profits. Anyway, that's all we have for you this week. We hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Boxing for Free podcast. You can find us online at www.boxingforfree.com. That's boxing, the number four, free.com. Twitter.com slash boxing for free. Be like Arislandi Lara, Robert Guerrero, Berman Stavern, Miller Adzizic, Adonis Stevenson, Glenn Johnson. Wow, that's a lot of famous boxers and hundreds of others. And follow us on Twitter. Go to youtube.com slash boxing for free and like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash boxing for free page. You can subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, and several other podcast directories. If you use iTunes, give us a review and let everyone know that the Boxing for Free podcast is your source for boxing news and commentary. I'm Andrew Schweitzer. Thank you for listening, and we hope you tune in next time. Fire up the engines. Half impulse till we clear the nebula, and punch it up to warp nine. Ready phases. Load forward torpedo bays. Engage. Engage.